Welcome back to Movie Drunks, and in case you haven't figured it out, we watch movies, we get drunk, and sometimes we talk about the movie. I'm Danny. I'm Dan. I'm Septup. And we also have a special guest today. Nick Me! Just Apple. kidding. <laughs> Hello there, I'm Nick Padula. I was here last time for uh, the Casino Royale, and I, I had a good time gushing over Mads Mikkelsen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Big boy Mads Mikkelsen. You are I... on the... What? Oh, not to cut you off, like to keep my reputation of being a thirsty bitch, because that's my brand at this point, and yep. I kind of like it. <laughs> I'm holding myself back from watching Hannibal, because I know I'm going to be fucking gushing over Mads Mikkelsen, and that is concerning. <laughs> it's very I mean, I was. I can't blame you. Like, know. Looking at him not in Hannibal, I'm like, ah, oh, what a pretty man. Wow, I have daddy issues. I need to not watch him. <laughs> Maybe I should watch it because I'll hate him because that show terrifies me. Show but I know there is a little fraction of me that'll be like, See, nah, I, he I can't, I can't look because I saw the hunt, and he's also in that where he's accused. Of, I mean, he he didn't do it, but he's accused of being a pedophile. Yeah, and it's just like it yeah. would not surprise mm. me a little bit. <laughs> that being said, I want to fuck J.K. Simmons. So like, you still do, even after Whiplash. We'll come back to this. Fucking look, there's no fucking Mars bar down there. So. I, did, um, I did talk last week about Christoph Waltz. Yeah. Yes, so. did. Just a big fan of psychopaths. Yes. Yeah. See. Nothing I wrong with that. There's some hot psychopaths out there. Nick gets me. <laughs> <laughs> Another right. reason why I'm waiting to watch Dexter. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. All right, let, let's cut that conversation <laughs> out right there. No, All right. never. Um, so the movie we're watching this week is Nightcrawler. Um, <laughs> another psychopath, so seven. Another, <laughs> yeah, psychopath. 2014 Jake Gyllenhaal movie. Um, yeah. He was not my favorite character in Zodiac, though. So I think I'll be okay in this one. I don't remember Zodiac. In this one, he's skinnier <laughs> and more sickly looking. So yeah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> it's hot. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, let's get to the rules. So... We're going to drink every time the word fuck is said. We're going to drink okay. for every death there is in the movie. We're going to drink right. every time he waters his plant. <laughs> we're going to... I don't know how much this actually comes up, but we'll find out. Um, we're going to drink whenever you see shots of television antennas. Huh. Okay. Um, and we're going to drink anytime. Um Jake Gyllenhaal spouts out facts or business strategies as if out of a textbook. Okay. Did you mean our conversation during the movie last week? <laughs> oh, and one more time. Uh, one more drink. It's a uh, drink every time a shot frames events through a camcorder screen. Okay. That's hot. Uh, okay. Yep. So nice. I just want to take note. I really wanted to watch this movie in season one because I read the description on Netflix. I'm like, yo, this fucking sounds amazing. And then we couldn't do it because we already had plans for it. And like Dan had just watched it the week before I said I wanted to watch it. Yeah. I have completely forgotten everything that this movie is about. So I am so excited because I'm going in blind and everybody has told me that I'm probably going to love this movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited for this. Although it has, it has what's his name? Bodhi, Bodhi Rook from uh, Rogue One in it. I didn't oh, see Rogue Riz One, Ahmed. so this is yeah. fine. I mean, he's a great actor. I just hated him yeah, in that movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, I could not find a finish your drink um, rule, so I don't know if you can think of one off the top of your head, Danny. Um, maybe the first time he does, first like... First time? First time he does... It's kind of a spoiler. <laughs> so the first time he, like, moves things? Oh. If that makes sense. Oh. Uh um yeah you just tell us when to finish our drink and we'll finish our drink okay 
We'll, we'll go with that. Nick, I don't know. What, what do you think? It's been a while since I've seen the movie. I sort of know what you're talking about, but uh, it, it's blurry. So I'm going to trust that uh, you know what you're talking about. You're not trying to fuck me over. <laughs> I, I hope it's not too not too early in the movie from what I remember. It's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. It's not like the Casino Royale ball whipping. Yeah. That was it's like three quarters oof, of the way in the movie. That's ingrained in my memory forever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mads Mikkelsen. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, let's get to the movie. Three, two, one. Move it, All right, welcome back. We just finished Nightcrawler, and it's not one of the greatest movies to drink to, but like, it's just such the the story immerses you. Fucking dark, though. It's dark as fuck. It's heavy, heavy so, as shit. Um, I kind of view this in a similar light that I view Whiplash. Where like, first watch, don't drink, immerse yourself get the full story, get into it. Because mm-hmm. it's a lot to take in. And it's like, it's not going to be what you expect. Yeah. Take two, fucking do whatever you want. I feel like try to watch it a second time, you need to drink because it's painful and you need to like get through it. It's my second viewing, so it was appropriate I was drinking. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. This is like my third, I think? My fourth. <laughs> fourth, damn. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I've seen this the most. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's, that's a first that I've seen one of these movies on this podcast the most. Like yeah, usually it's me. It's usually Danny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. What's um, yeah. I, I was gonna bring up Whiplash again because no, <laughs> I don't know how many times I've seen it, but I definitely used to just like I was too lazy to put a different disc in my PS4 for a while, <laughs> and I like didn't have Netflix or Hulu set up yet, so I would just play Whiplash and then just go to bed with like jazz <laughs> music in the background. I love it. <laughs> so I have JK Simmons yelling at you while you go to bed. I, I never had any dreams. That can be your time. alarm to wake up. <laughs> um, tempo, tempo. I, <laughs> fucking tempo. I'll say there's been a lot of times where I've woken up to whatever's playing on my TV. Most recently, um, I woke up to pay money. Wubby yelling oh. about like some Pokemon <laughs> card and that fat ginger woke me up. <laughs> and it was awful. I thought you were going to say Revenge of the Sith. I uh. never want to wake up <laughs> to anything involving Wubby. Love Again. is content. It's not what I want to see. Fair enough. All right. Let's get into these notes. So, the first note I have is if it bleeds, it leads. So, that's very true. Yeah, it's very true. Like, like especially mm-hmm. apparently for Los Angeles, like, yeah, yeah. if you, if you get some gruesome shit, they will probably put it on the air if they're that desperate enough. Can um, I my phone? Yeah. I assume it it's the same 5%. thing for New York City, but like yeah, any cities, any like big urban area. Yeah, like the freelance videographer will sell this shit to, um, you know, Ooh. the news stations. And um, one, Psychowitz. Yeah, he looked so much more like Psychowitz in this role than he did in Danamora. It's because he had the beard mm-hmm. this time. It's also weird seeing him swear. Yeah. But I can, I could, no, I was going to say I could see Psychowitz being, but no, Psychowitz is such an individual. Yeah. Um. That being said, I really, I don't know. I just like, like, I understand the concept of like, it leads, it, it leads, but I also don't think that, like, I think the first incident they started off with was a really bad example because I don't think that like a single mom in a car crash. Well, I mean, this is 
if the same news network aired everything from start to finish, I can see them airing it, but I don't think that like a single car crash would really get that much coverage. Well, yeah. Okay, if they're desperate enough and they need content. Yeah, like for like And so, they did say the news station was one of the lowest in the area. Yeah. So they yeah. they're probably so, like, it willing makes to latch on to whatever. Them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. True. Um so, Danny, what do you got? Uh, I just a lot of my notes are just how fucking creepy Jake Gyllenhaal is. Because can we just take same, a moment? Same for real. <laughs> he did great at being a fucking skinny psycho. My yeah. first three, no- so I have like maybe ten notes total because I took notes for the first like twenty minutes and then I just zoned out and like fell into the movie and then was like talking about that's fair. Stuff. It's it's a very enthralling film. Um, my first three notes are this car accident scene would probably never happen. Please go back to the closet space TV show. I'm very intrigued. <laughs> oh, like, <laughs> oh yeah, when he was flicking through the channel. And all it said was closet space. And I'm like, go like, back. Oh, I really? want to know about this closet space. And then, can you be in serious but stable condition? No. Well, because like, like maybe, like, like I feel like being in a coma is serious condition, but you can be like stable in a oh, coma. Yeah, okay. But also like serious but stable threw me off for a minute. But then I thought about it for more than two seconds and I kind of like they feel like opposites to me. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Well, serious but stable could mean like say they get stabbed in yeah. like a like an artery. Not, not, yeah, like an artery, and, and they, they stop the bleeding for now. Well, but so yeah. it's stable for now, but it couldn't be like in the future. Like it's very, very serious. Well, but like, yeah. is it I don't think they would be stable then. Oh. Like if if they're still, it's like a. Well, they're stable. They're stable if you can like if you can talk. Stable is like, relative. I think it's more of like as long as they can transport them I without think, them fucking yeah. like. I think know. serious condition is like a live volcano. Alive. Okay. That's okay. explosive. Like you don't know if yeah. or when it's gonna like rupture. Oh, but it might. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a really good like analogy. Shut up. <laughs> Stupid cars. It's it's ten thirty. What the fuck? Ten forty two. Actually, I just okay. <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh, so Nick, you mentioned Donnie Darko as like something. Um, Ooh. about this. Um, yeah, you mentioned it somewhere. Go ahead. I um. So what, back in high school, when I was an edgy boy who loved shit like Fight, Club, <laughs> I still like Fight Club. To You're be wrong. Fair. It's a great film. It's really not. But uh, I I loved it extra back then when I was a little edgy boy. And Donnie Darko was one of those edgy boy films. And I watched it like eight times in a row. And and like I talked to all my friends about it who only saw it once. They're like, yeah, it was kind of weird. I'm like, oh, you just don't get it, bro. You You gotta watch it it like eight times, bro. (laughs) And I was like fucking obsessed. And I like watch it as like a 20 something. I'm like, oh, this is this is nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) This is this is absurd. Beautiful. I love it. But uh, but again, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, great in that. And also Frank the Bunny Rabbit. Absolutely terrifying. <laughs> I feel like we should watch Donnie Darko. Just that's that Chris would be a great drinking point, game. Yeah. Every time there's nonsensical bullshit drink. Oh no! Yeah, I've <laughs> seen the movie once. Anytime well, he Nick, just we smiles. Will, we will see you on yeah. season. Every three. time Frank the Bunny Rabbit says some <laughs> ominous bullshit about the apocalypse. You heard it here first, folks. All right, Nick. I think we have your movie for season three. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal, he lost 20 pounds for this role. He's that super fucking lanky and just like yep. 
creepy as fuck. You like, see it the most with his um, cheekbones. Yeah, for real. Oh my god. Yeah, he just looks like he doesn't eat. Oh god, and the the what hair products does he use? Because I'm convinced it's called his no, his lick. I'm, spin. No, the lick. It's bacon and grease. Form. It has to be like fucking bacon grease. Yeah. There's no other solution. Gorilla glue. Well done. His eyes, though, his eyes were terrifying. Yeah, they bored into your fucking oh, soul. My God, yeah, he's got. Ooh, they're bulging out his fucking skull. It's crazy. Holy it's because he's way skin. When he's normal weight, he just looks. They look fine. But something about this movie br- brings out his skeleton face. Oh my God! When he's yeah. normal, can yes, he's in stable but serious condition. Can Jake <laughs> yeah. all play anything other than like a hyper fixated, overly obsessed, like concerningly like anxious character? Because yeah, like we got it think. in Zodiac, we get be... it in Donnie Darko. We've got maybe it in October Sky, one of his first movies. He played. He was a kid. He's a happy go lucky uh, kid. Oh, he. Oh, Bubble Boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw it. I think there's got to be something like maybe Mysterio. I no. can't think of anything. No, I feel like he, like, no he's no. super fixated on yeah. Stark in that one. That's what I'm saying. Like I feel like he kind of like still it still fits his vibe. This yeah. makes me question things about Jake Gyllenhaal as an individual. Like, hey, like yeah. how some people are just too good at what they do, you know? They become the role. Yeah, like I'm convinced Daniel <laughs> yeah, Day-Lewis into it. Like, like uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. I was just gonna say oh, that. God. Like, what is, what is this man? Like, I feel like this man has to have, like, something to him. Like, he gets, like, too into it. Like, he has to be channeling, like, personal I experience. drink your milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's got to be channeling something. Mm-hmm. Like, he's dedicated, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Um, oh, something I want to mention that it does not relate to Jake Gyllenhaal at all um, is like mm-hmm. how good they got like the news world in this movie. Like they did pretty fucking good. Like, it was impressive. The, like three of us, me, Danny, and Nick, all work in the news industry. And the details were on point. They're pretty fucking good. Like, they did a really good job. Like, obviously, like, you know, the stereotyping of people, which, you know, news does that. And, like, yeah. stereotype, you know. We know some genuinely okay people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not all news directors are they're that sh- <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I mean, Nick has more news experience than us. Like, he worked at an actual, like, local channel. Um Toss. Yeah, I, I was a director for a few months, so that was stressful yeah. as fuck. <laughs> I'd never go back to that. <laughs> Only regrets during yeah. that few months of directing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we see it like on a daily basis, so like it's second nature to us, so we become like, you know, um, desensitized to it, to like the yeah. media and everything. And it just like, oh yeah, another shooting. Great. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yep. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like car crash with a bunch of kids in it. Normal stuff. Normal. Oh my stuff. god, this is fucking crazy. This has never happened before. Yeah, it has. <laughs> that's it that's us. Yes, that that's us. Like we're yeah. So I just wanted to cut in here. Um, it's crazy how many weird kind of I guess terrible stories that we see. Yeah, just and, the amount of them. Yeah, and like it's like you were you were gonna mention this, um, but you know fires in like yeah. certain markets uh it's only in the specifically one market that i used to um used to like be on yeah like it was always just house fire here i swear to god one one week it was a house fire every single night and mm-hmm. it's just like part of me is just like why are we like 
it it almost got to the point like why are you reporting more of the same because it's one it's depressing yeah. and I, you know and like i get it it's very very much newsworthy and stuff but it's like it happened after the fact and like don't like the victims of the house fire just want to be like left alone yeah and that's kind of where renee russo's character nina was going in the film where she um said oh yeah we only want to do like upper scale white neighborhoods where we want to get these like crimes seeping into the suburbs like when she said that like i was like oh that sounds familiar it's like (laughs) like, (laughs) because like she comes at it with a narrative already in mind exactly and maybe that is true to the to extent maybe like a subconscious I've, I've never heard anybody say like oh we're aiming for this kind yes. of storyline but maybe well, we're subconsciously not so that, that's probably why <laughs> we're not producers we don't know we don't know for sure but yeah well it's like you guys can be like listening to the news and someone will be like oh a bus crash with like 30 kids killed on the highway on like on like last tuesday and be like it's tuesday like you won't care about the accident. It's like Tuesday. Oh, I get paid in the day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, for real. Oh my god, you, that's that's pretty fucking that's accurate. Exactly I mean, how it goes. I hate to, yeah, I hate to say it, but like you know, you just the more you're in the news industry, the more you just see all these terrible because like the terrible stories are always highlighted because mm-hmm. if it right. leads, it leads. Yeah, you know what I mean. Exactly. So it makes you just real, real cynical to like humanity. For real. Yeah, like, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. This movie does not restore your faith in humanity yeah. like, for sure. There was one big national story that broke that I worked on, and it, it like the first time I was watching, I was like, "Holy shit, this is crazy!" And then just the next few days, I was like, "Yeah, because yeah, everyone's, like, everyone's talking about it." Talking it's about it. Like, oh, it's like, all right, I'm over it. I'm over it. I think that's kind of also a little bit of commentary, like. Not to get into the whole, like, oh, we live in a society thing, but, like, this is a lot of commentary just on, like, what America kind of is. Like, Mm. it definitely, like, toned down. Like, 2020, everything was so COVID that I feel like, like, not a lot, not a lot, like, got newsworthy stories and whatnot. But, like, school shootings, like, hearing those on the news, like, it just didn't affect me. Yeah. You know, it's like, we're so used to, like, seeing and hearing things like this that, like, it's just, like, this is common so obviously you guys are going to be a bit more because you quite literally see things like this every day but even yeah. being like an american citizen i feel like it's like oh like there was another shooting in like florida there was another shooting here and it's like even like yeah, like, 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 like the florida man memes but it's like there's individuals like this who were like doing such crazy things and it's like yeah, if like, right. you look into that story like oh wow there's an actual person who did that yeah, and, and it's like, just yeah. like we just brush it off as like memes and jokes and it's like oh like another school shooting because it happens too much yeah and it's just it's not that we should joke about school no, shootings and things like that no we're but not, it, no, we're I, not. I, I shouldn't we're specify that conversation here yeah but it's like it's, <laughs> yeah. Just, it's the conversation. people yeah. are, can <laughs> like kind of like joke it joke about it and brush it off so easily because it's just it so happens all the time. Casual. Yeah, exactly. The good news is we're not in Florida where the news would be even crazier. Yeah, yeah. that's that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> At least our kids aren't. Imagine if this movie was set in Florida. Jake Gyllenhaal would hardly have to do anything. Oh my god! He'd just stroll into a room and there'd be a meth guy like <laughs> fighting an alligator. <laughs> For real, this like dude. drug deal gone bad. Alligator dies. that's just every day in florida (laughs) it's really really funny um skipping a little bit towards the ending if we're going to talk about like to bring up how the news stations like will cover things so specifically with nina where they're like dude like it was a drug robbery not a home invasion she's like i don't care like don't play this on my don't play this on my mm -hmm. time give it to the new oh yeah yeah 
And it just like like it's so like I'm I'm not gonna get into it and like name names and whatnot, but it's so like interesting, like seeing even like the bias like play out like between like directors or whatever they were like themselves. See, I'm not sure about about that being true as much as much as other other parts of it because um, I, I know like specifically like producers want to produce their own hour but like yeah it's they they can they all it's not like it's not like they contribute they all kind of contribute to the same narrative of a story that well, not, they don't have like, their own well it varies from station to station yes. yeah. i could kind of see like to like give a better example i could kind of see like from the start like like cnn airing it as a home invasion with like fox news air- airing it as like a drug robbery you know yeah like it's, I can, mm-hmm. I would kind of yeah, see that. different. There's just different types of ways you can look at mm-hmm. the story and stuff, and that's yeah. the big problem with you know angles, yeah, yeah, news and biases and whatnot. But we won't uh, go further. Let's go back to the movie now. Yeah, me, yeah, good idea. <laughs> We're centering back. Um, Danny, what you got? Um, <laughs> I just like how <laughs> he's like you were. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is telling Rick to sell himself. He's like. Well, uh, I'm Rick, of course. <laughs> okay, but it's like the worst person that we all himself. know who Lou and Rick are, right? What? Like, I'm only on season two, but Lou and Rick are Walt and Jesse. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I, I definitely get that. <laughs> like, yeah, this is Walter White. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never yeah. thought of that. That's good. A little less, like maybe a little less, less charismatic. Considering like Heisenberg versus you Walt. can't top Brian Cranston. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I want season five already. I started I like four days ago. I was watching it, and then I watching it at least third. Yeah, I was. I was. <laughs> I picked up like three episodes in season two, and then I started playing The Witcher, and I just I'm gone. That's so good. <laughs> so but yeah, no, good. I I agree. Like, yeah, that's it's a really good like um, breakdown of their characters, like how they connect, like. Yeah, Brian Cranston is definitely not as charismatic in Breaking Bad, but like Jake Gyllenhaal, like fucking. Well, see, <laughs> I'm kind of I'm terrifying. Like, I'm saying it more so like the opposite. Like considering like like I think Heisenberg offers a bit more because I view him and Walt as different people. At least like where I'm at in the story currently. Like I yeah. still see mm-hmm. Walter White as his own like individual. Yeah. Um, I think he fits into his role a bit like more rather than Lou. You, well, like you don't you see, spend you more don't time see, with Walter though. You don't see the you don't like again I'm only in season two. You don't see the awkwardness of Walt too much when he's like on the scene like doing what he does. Like when Walt is in his zone, when he is in that different mindset, he is not Walt. But like I feel like you always see Lou. Yeah. And it could just be because like there aren't two separate characters maybe. Like Lou is more one person. Yeah, I think I think it's because Lou is already like realized that he's, he's just a sociopath. Not, he's also he's not as fleshed out. Yeah, I mean you, you can only you do don't so spend much, much time him. with him. Yeah, yeah. I think right. Lou Lou knows who he is already, and Walter is it. it's it's all you know. He spends five seasons getting to a certain point mm-hmm. of sociopathic. I think you definitely yeah. even with the short amount of time that we see Rick. I think you definitely get. Oh, yeah, he's he's full on Jesse. Like, oh yeah, like you see him like where like he's not really like because like he's not ready to like stand up for himself. Like he kind of like lets him beat him up a little bit, and then as time goes, like you see like Rick 
turn into the good guy. I mean, he was the good guy from the start. Yeah. But like, you yeah, he's the most sympathetic character. You see him more like fleshed out. And I'm so sad because I knew he was going to die. Like I knew being introduced to this man, I'm like, he's going to die. And one of my notes literally was like, oh, I hope Rick doesn't get hurt. And I'm like, oh, I spoke too soon. Uh, And also like the way. Okay. So like not exactly the way he dies, but like how the way he's standing and when he gets shot yeah that just it just creeps me out because he's just kind of standing there like a like a wood yeah. plank he's just like you know he's just like in shock and then he just yeah. falls it's, mm-hmm. it's sad oh, it was you know? really rough he did and like it. he only died because he asked for more money yep yeah yep that's oh, then never ask for a raise from the, your boss. The, like, the <laughs> yeah, teaching, that's what happens. The way when you try and stand up for, Lou for yourself. teaching Rick his lesson is like don't like don't try to negotiate. You know, yeah. like you took away my power, don't do that. Yeah, it's like touch the it's like Mac with food and you took away his food. That's a lot coming <laughs> from a fucking skinny white boy, let me tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Rick. Thirty dollars a night. That's all he was yeah. getting. And fucking Jake Gyllenhaal's character just got a fucking red ass. Ja- Dodge yeah, he Challenger. buys a fucking Challenger. Like, mm-hmm. What the it's fuck? Like, Don't get guy. gas on the paint. Oh <laughs> Rick deserves and he, he was gonna make fifty grand from that uh, bounty for calling oh, in the uh, yeah. criminals. It's so, oh. and he wasn't gonna give any to Rick. Guy's a scumbag. It's so sad up. because like people like Rick are the ones who like. Like that's so common. Is like people getting the, the intern like problem. Because like, like he gets, he was so like he was so grateful for thirty dollars a night at first. Yeah, and then like even seventy five. Like Lou was like, okay, fine. And Rick was like, can I, can I, can I do more? Then with seeing how casual he was with seventy five, he started learning what he was working with here. But it's like this man yeah. got thirty dollars a night to be like mentally and emotionally abused yeah. for hours on end. Yeah, like every single day. And talk to like a fucking thesaurus. Like, yep. oh my god, yeah. just talk a down thesaurus to thesaurus. That's a sociopath. Time. Jesus Christ! <laughs> so many fucking details. Was this- and like it's it's funny because he went into this like the start of this movie. He knew nothing about news, and then he's in the news for like a few weeks, and he's talking like he's a veteran, mm-hmm. and it's absurd. I'm pretty sure he did a lot of research, but, yeah. like, Jesus. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, Seth, you said something about him. He might have a photographic memory. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, like, oh, I, I was wondering oh, yeah. it that makes because, sense. like, he looked at the news codes like, once, and he's like, okay, I got this. I know this. Like, yeah. I, I wonder, but I also know uh. that he asked Rick to learn the codes, so that makes me think that a little bit less, because he wouldn't need Rick to learn the codes if he already knew what they were. Yeah. Because, like, it's not like he... It's not like he really trusts Rick with the decisions too much anyway. Yeah. And it just the yeah, he thing, just used him as a GPS mostly. Another thing that reminds cameraman. me so much of <laughs> Walt and Jesse is how Lou said multiple times, it's like, I think that I have a higher opinion of you than you do of yourself. Yeah. And Manipulative. like that's so, it's an abusive it's tendency. So disgusting hearing yeah. that. Mm. Speaking of abusive tendencies, like like Is that gaslighting? Yes. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I'd say bit. that's gas. That's gaslighting. I mean, I'd say the same thing with you know Jake Gyllenhaal and Nina's character. Like, uh, yeah. oh, that was like, definitely gaslighting. When, yeah. When he asked her out, and he had blood on his shirt. Oh, and then that he whole just, arrangement. Like it was so weird. Then uh, when they're at the restaurant, he's just being so fucking creepy so the whole time. I partially, like, in a way, I kind of have a hard time sympathizing with Nina because I kind of sit here and wonder, like. 
I she's feel not like, exactly a victim. Like they're both. No, no, not like Rick. Like especially yeah. once you get to the end, I feel like both Nina and Lou are like almost equally as evil. Key moments. All right, so kind of want to introduce a new segment here that we are tentatively calling key moments in the movie for the characters. Um, so I think my f- biggest key moment for um, Lewis's character development is when he's in the scene I just talked about with Nina at the restaurant. Um, they're having a nice conversation and then he turns the page and becomes like, oh yeah, so if you don't want my stuff or whatever, or be in a relationship with me, I'm just going to blackmail you and go somewhere else mm-hmm. or something like that. And this is really the turning point to see where he becomes the money grubbing egomaniac, as I say in my letterbox, um, <laughs> uh, that we all see by the end of the movie. And it's like I, that, that's like the part where like it's sealed, right? Yep. That's where his fate is sealed right around there. Nice. Yeah. My, my key moment would be, um, like the first time he moves, like when he moves the stuff on the fridge to make it look more, more like a, what's it called? More uh, tragic. Okay. Where like he, like he makes the, he moves the family pictures right next to the bullet hole. Right. Yes. So like, and then he turned and it's got, I, I love like kind of, it's like cinematic looking. So like he spins it and turns it to the, to like the, 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 the couple talking to the cops. Yeah, he's putting a spin so, on the story. Yeah, yeah. So it's like that's when he. That I think that's so that's that's like the key moment for me where he starts, like he starts his journey, and then you're talking like towards the end where he where he it becomes that definitively. Yes, I like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a good one. Um, it's a marriage of scenes together. It's a marriage of scenes. And it brews, and now he creates Jake Gyllenhaal, and now he's all creepy. Now you're getting creepy. Yeah, no, chill, chill. You're up here. Bring it down. <laughs> Key moments. Because, he rubbed like, off on her, I feel like. It, she was more also, honest at the yeah. start. He rubbed off on her, but also more so in the way she kept enabling his behavior. He would not have mm-hmm. gotten this bad if she kept accepting it. And like her, like who was her coworker? Like the brunette producer or director uh, or whatever he was. Oh, the, the one, guy? Yeah, like I the forgot. one who, the, like um, Ron or something. Assignment editor. Yeah, like the one who at Damn. the start, he's like, he's like, he was like, this is too graphic, like we can't do this. Just with the first incident of like the shooting by the walgreens yeah. like he tried to stop her from the start and she like kept roll like he tried to stop her every single case and she kept rolling with it because like she like without like before we even knew that like her job was probably in jeopardy like she knew it obviously and she was doing everything to like stay on and like she didn't care like whose feelings were hurt and how the families felt or anything so like i think they're they're almost equally as bad because she yeah. kept enabling his behavior. Yeah. So True. one thing I want to bring up there is that the director, Dan Gilroy, he says, as time goes on in this movie, Lou's infection spreads to everyone he meets. Like that yep. would include uh, Nina mm-hmm. and everybody like they and become, Rick and Rick. Like they all yeah. become like just trapped in this web of lies of his and they start believing it. Right. And like uh, they start going crazy as it, it goes on. It well, because. Keeps- that's the thing is like as much as I don't want to say it about Rick, like he could have left any minute. And I know this like was probably viewed as his only job opportunity, but like once he had that idea of the twenty five thousand dollars, like he he could have left. And like I mean, like Rick is definitely probably one of the biggest victims here. And yeah. I imagine like it's definitely a big case of like 
with like especially with Lou frequently bringing up his job history, it's like like you can't unring that bell. It's like no. that man manipulated and gaslit this boy so much that like mm-hmm. he feels like he has to be here and this is his only option. And mm-hmm. like like I don't want to say that like I don't want to say that it's his fault that like he died because it obviously wasn't. But at the same time, it's like you can tell that like Lou has just like infected and fucked this man over so many times. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. want to say the same for Nina. And I think it can go either way. But again, I think it kind of comes back to the fact that like she wanted. I, I think she's piece. definitely at fault. She wanted Lou's piece more because fault, of how probably, graphic yeah. it was. Yeah. Like, I mean, well, she's definitely more at fault than Rick, but I like, I don't want it. Like, I don't, I can't really sympathize with her because. No. Yeah. She let it happen so much. Yeah. And it's like, he was like him bringing up her job security. Definitely. Like, was manip- when was manipulative and fucky of him. Like, I'm gonna give her that. Mm-hmm. But it's like... Yeah, I know. <laughs> what are you gonna to do? Say. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's crazy, man. Uh, Nick, what other notes do you got? Uh, so another note I had, which is just more of a joke, it was just, nice man bun, bro. <laughs> he, always <laughs> put it, he always put his hair up when he was about to do some, you know, some evil shit, potentially <laughs> illegal uh, night crawling. Ah. And every time it, he puts his man butt up, it's like, oh, shit's about to get real. <laughs> this is not me thirsting for this man in any way, shape or form. I didn't hate the man bun. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think it kind of you see Lou try to become more of a social individual a little bit. As time goes on, like with him, like starting to like make friends with the news people and then like trying to do like, I mean, I guess that date with Nina wasn't social. It was manipulative and trying to. It was creepy as fuck. But it's like you see him like say hello to all the people at stations like he wants to meet them and everything. So I think the man bun in a way is like he's like, I'm going to like fit in now a little bit. (laughs) It's like it makes Hmm. everyone's doing this. Yeah, like it it, like from (laughs) going from grease ball to man bun, like it makes him fit like the scene a bit more okay yeah i can see that i, I also just that. don't hate the man bun it didn't look the worst mm. i hate most man buns this one was fine fair enough because it was on bun. jake gyllenhaal no i don't really like jake gyllenhaal that much would you still like me if i okay. had a man bun i wouldn't like you if you had a man bun you wouldn't like <laughs> unless you were a samurai <laughs> it's only acceptable when you're a samurai <laughs> correct <laughs> uh, um, uh daniel what else you got uh, i'm just curious was this riz ahmed's first role because he's really good in it. I don't know. Oh, he's British, breakout. so he was probably in some British stuff first. I'll look it up. Yeah. <laughs> you guys can go on. I, I know he, he had this, and then... Dan, you're taking my job! Yep. And then um, he did go The Night of. The Night of. The Night of. He was great in that. Which I still gotta see that. It's incredible. It's a great miniseries. Yeah. And he he's also in this recent movie, uh, The Sound of Metal, where Dude. he's a deaf metal drummer. God, that was, I want to see that so It was bad. so good. It was incredible. It was so good, and I, I especially like the ending because, like, with the um, well, you know, you know what I mean. But yeah, the ending yeah. was really good. Yeah, is it on any streaming services? Prime. I it's think. on. It's an Amazon Prime original. Yeah. All right, then I'll probably watch it. Yeah, um, so good. He right. was in stuff before, but nothing that I recognize. I was in that one television program. So, so uh, British. Yeah. Though. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> um, the cinematography in this movie is fucking beautiful. Stunning. Like yeah. the whole 
Oh, I mean, it makes God. sense. For and the like, cinematography <laughs> of cinematography. Yeah. Uh, yes, exactly. Cinematography <laughs> within the cinematography. Cinematography reception. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it was very well crafted, very well done. And, you know, the satellite dishes kind of fucked us a little Sometimes bit. Sometimes it feels like a... a <laughs> the fucking satellite dishes. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like it's just like a, a darker baby driver. No, that's drive. <laughs> I haven't seen that. Yeah. <laughs> Just the, like the car chase scenes. Yeah. It's like if if like baby had gone the wrong way. Yeah. Like what what makes him so good at just like randomly like driving in L.A. Like that's L.A. traffic. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he did say that like he was from like the north end of the valley or whatever. So yeah. he probably lived there his entire life. Uh, but okay. like, uh, don't call lunatics drive better. <laughs> he also. Knowledge asked rick to like be his like you know he asked him a little bit for his navigator like as if he didn't know the area too well Mm -hmm. he was driving like he knew the area pretty much especially with the one scene where he when he called him out on taking two roads um lou was upset because the one road he was on um like the one road that he wanted to take had six lights oh yeah the road that rick had them take didn't have any passing zones yeah so like, why would he need a GPS guy? If you already know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. But again, he didn't I think, want. I guess it's a test. Maybe he, he was didn't want him. Rick as a GPS guy. He wanted him to be like his guinea pig fallback, so he wouldn't put himself in danger. Yeah. Ah, uh, so, yeah. That's another right, good right. point there. Yeah. Like Lou knew what he was doing. Like with how much he started to risk it. Like he. He didn't want himself to die, so Absolutely. he wasn't going to put himself at risk. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So I've I've seen this movie three times and I can't tell if I mean he yeah he is kind of already sociopathic but like does he get more yeah. sociopathic as the movie goes on or is no, it he just gets greedy it might be that way from yeah. the start and it just becomes more obvious as it goes he, on he to the viewer I think he yeah. he indulges in himself yeah. more yeah because I like with the whole movie the like the pictures on the fridge right. from the first story. And then move, literally moving the body to get a better shot. <laughs> right. I love, yeah, I guess he did get worse. Yeah. And I love how the music um, says that, like, oh, it's a big triumphant moment for him. Like, oh, he's getting this awesome shot and he's going to be able to you know, advance his yeah. career. But he's like, he's literally cre- committing a felony. <laughs> yes. A little, bit, a little bit. Interfering with a crime scene. Yeah. All right, Nick. What else you got? Um, I Oh, I said... Um, I know a lot of social climbers, sociopath weirdos like Lou in film school. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 People that are <laughs> and like him, just yeah. like there's they did such a great job capturing this exact type of dude who's willing to do anything to climb up the ranks, whether it's in film or news. Mm-hmm. Honestly, Lou would have been better as a filmmaker than a news guy because all the way he posed stuff and angled stuff like Lou, get into the film industry, bro. You don't have to murder as many people. Yeah, no, honestly, like, just fake murder them. Yeah, exactly. Jesus. Yeah, no, I mean, he probably just didn't have the money or whatever. True, true, true. So, like, I mean, I don't know if he would have even gone to film school. Like, this is just probably not. No, his lap. So, yeah. like, because like, he's oh. just a grifter. His whole yeah. trade is just grifting. Exactly. I love how he's like he's trying to sell the bike. He's like has thirty seven gears. No bike has thirty seven gears. <laughs> yeah, just completely bullshitting. And then he stole like a fence and is trying to sell a fence to like a landfill or yeah. whatever. It's so weird. Oh, like God. what the fuck is that? He's scrapping. Yep. Uh, Sep, do you have any notes you want to talk about? 
I took like six notes total. Um, you haven't ta- we haven't talked about. <laughs> I brought up all my points, unfortunately. Okay. All right. Uh, Danny, what was she got? I totally called it when um, uh, Bill Paxton, when he like when he was taunting him, like, oh, he's going to die. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, I totally called it. And like, like the next scene. He's like, well, he didn't die, but he was just, he was carted off in a stretcher. Yeah. Now, do but we, we had, sorry, yeah. go ahead. No, go ahead, Nick. You, you can bring it up. Go ahead. I was going to say, we had a talk about whether uh, Lou, like, set it up for him to get in an accident. Like, the way he looked at him and the way Paxton's character looked at him, I felt like there was something weird, but it was kind of ambiguous. Yeah. I don't did. know how he could have set that up. Yeah, no, I don't cut, know. Cut the break lines. I don't know. Um, Maybe like, <laughs> it's possible, but like also like I don't know. That's uh, it's kind of a stretch. Let it's me, a bit of a jump. You yeah, would have shown I, it. You would have shown him cutting it. Right. Like that. Right. Like, yeah, you're right. Still weird though. It it's definitely a good thing to think on though. Like it's possible it could happen, but because knowing yeah. what fucking his character does, <laughs> so right and the stretches he would go to, you know get a story um you can really get into his like i got not his psyche but you kind of like understand him more of like how critical of himself he is yeah like remember like when when bill paxton beats him to like the one the one crime scene um he literally breaks his mirror and screams at himself yeah yeah that like, was freaky like that, that's like his like i guess his lowest moment like, or something uh-huh yeah it's, it's yeah like, Absolutely. And so he's just like, you know, get get your fucking act together, you know. Um, but yeah, that was like the creep. That was like the the trailer moment. I remember when he when he slams the when the mirror. Yeah. I remember seeing that yeah. in the trailer. I I don't. I never saw the trailer of this movie. I just watched it. But yeah, yeah, the same thing I did with Whiplash. And look where we are now. Well, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, yeah. Oh my God! One thing I want to mention, you know, when he's like going through the footage and then zooming in on the license plate and he gets a perfect like picture of the license plate. This yeah. This is a fucking law Bullshit. and order. Like what the fuck? Why is the Enhanced computer. A goddamn stereotype of like, oh, we can get, we can zoom in that far and you know. I'm that- hacking. Oh my God. I'm glad that that's Mr. going away. Mr. Robot over here. <laughs> it's so annoying. I hate that fucking like, um, oh, what's the trope? Word? Trope. Zooming yes, hand. Trope. Yeah. Oh my God. It's stupid. God, yeah, because so it's it's lazy. <laughs> it is. It really yeah. is. When so many more details are right, it does stand out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, fuck. Um, Nick. <clears throat> Nick, what else you got, Nick? Um. Oh, I just uh, when talking about Lou rearranging corpses, I just like have a quote. Uh, Death is art, bro. You just don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Rearranging corpses at crime scenes and stuff. It was just like you don't uh, get my- like right as the cops get there, and he just strolls on by like everything's fine. Like the cops should have been like, "Hey, uh, you want to fucking come with me?" Yeah. <laughs> Touching shit, and then they're like at the police station. They're like, "That's not how the body should have gotten there." Oh, fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like the angle like i wanted to see like because i watched dexter like i want to see the blood spatter analyst be yeah, like right. um this doesn't <laughs> add up somebody moved the body it's probably that fucking creepy guy with the camera yeah it's the guy with the wide eyes and the skinny cheekbones Seriously. and the shit <laughs> so dan do you think that jake gyllenhaal should have got an oscar for this movie i think he should have gotten a nomination for this movie 
I see. Oh, so the, what, what else came out in 20, was it 2014? I don't fucking remember. I'm going to look it up. Hold on. Hold look on. it up, Dan. God. What do you think I'm doing? I don't know. Pause it. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Eddie Redmayne won, right? Yeah, yes, Eddie Red. Yeah, because I just told you that. Yes, yeah, Eddie Redmayne I'm won. I'm going to take credit for the stats. For <laughs> fucking piece of shit. All right. Um, yeah, he, he kind of deserved that for his... The, the theory of everything. Um, yeah, okay, deserve. But like Nightcrawler, Jake Gyllenhaal became the the sociopath. The only pick that I would change for like the Oscar like nominations at least would be because yeah, I agree. He he should be nominated. Wait, mm-hmm. I, wait I agree with myself. <laughs> yeah, you're agreeing with yourself. Congratulations. Um, I would have said Benedict Cumberbatch, maybe not because for the imitation game yeah like yeah, i don't know that movie's just not it's, it's not it's not it's it's good yeah i never saw that one either but I yeah. mean, there's one scene at the end where like he breaks down crying and it's like that's the that's the oscar moment but like better than this i don't think so yeah no i mean he did become the sociopath that he set out to be i don't know if he did method acting for it but like he he surely became I, a sociopath i don't know maybe well like like seth was saying earlier maybe Maybe he's just, he's like too good, you know? Yeah, maybe he is just, you know, a psychopath. And also, Eddie Redmayne probably shouldn't have won the Oscar because this happened to Eddie Murphy. Um, he, because, you know, as you know, uh, well, as you know that um, Eddie Redmayne starred in, or he was like the villain in Jupiter Ascending, like the next year or something. Yeah, I didn't see that. I mean, but it was like, hands down, the, the worst performance in the movie. and him coming off an oscar like that like that so like that same thing sort of happened with eddie eddie murphy where he was acting he had a really good acting role like at at the toward the oscar season and then norbit came out the next the next like (laughs) month or whatever and he lost his chances at that norbit was so fucking funny though (laughs) i love i watched it once i just remember the scene where they're on like the the water slide i've seen everybody remembers (laughs) so fucking funny But yeah, no, getting back to this, um, definitely should have been nominated. Um, uh, I mean, I thought, I thought it was really creepy when he was, um, uh, when Bill Paxton crashed his car and, or crashed his van and he's like, uh, you know, and Rick, or, or, uh, Rick is like telling him, he's like, Hey, you know, he's one of us. Don't film him. He's like, we're professionals though. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, fucking sleazeball piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, 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 it's such a creepy line. And like, not, not many people bring that up. I, I just think, I don't know. That, that, yeah, one, no, that one really stuck out. To yeah. Me. I agree. Yeah. It's, he's just a fucking creep, man. Like, mm-hmm. ugh, he legit has the crazy eyes. Like, you know, yeah, you think he widened his eyes or he just like was going like this? Like, he just like, he just, like used like paper uh, clips to like pin yeah. his eyes open. <laughs> he doesn't blink the whole movie. Or close pins. <laughs> I bet you that was like a thing because, like, um, there's a movie, there's some, some sort of movie where they told, I think it was Scott Pilgrim actually, where they told him not to blink. Oh, yeah. I, oh, to make it feel like a comic book. Yeah, yeah that's right. I remember that. Yeah. I, that seems like abuse of the actors. <laughs> oh. <laughs> But I love Edgar Wright movies. God damn it. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Um, yeah. Not, um, I think I'm actually out of notes right now. Um You didn't have anything about the, the fucking home invasion or the, the drug robbery? Um, no, I didn't really write anything. <laughs> I was about too that. into that. That yeah, was me too. What do you got? His, what do you got for them? That's gotta be his darkest moment, man. Yeah. Like I was surprised that the baby was like the baby's like cradle was empty. Yeah. Where is the baby then? Yeah, nobody ever says where is the baby. 
Well, maybe he took it and hid it somewhere because they didn't show the baby in the cribs. So theoretically, no, I don't know. I'm <laughs> they're hiding the baby like they're hiding Grogu. Like what the fuck? <laughs> like, He's just like this would be a great story, and he drops the baby off a skyscraper. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Damn. Um, no, I mean realistically, yeah, they probably hid the baby somewhere. But what if like, there was no baby? But why would the virus do the broom though? And the, and the mobile and the... what if it's just the system? They're covering up a drug house. The fuck are you talking about? Oh, they did say it was Shut a up. drug house. Stop it. Keeping up appearances. Shh. That's a Shit. secret. Shit. Nobody can know about that. I don't know what's going See, on. See, nobody else exactly. can know. Exactly. No one else can know. Nobody else can know, Dan. Shh. I'm gonna Be quiet. Know. I'm gonna know. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Um He's not. But that was. He's not gonna know. I can hear you. (laughs) Doesn't mean you're gonna know. (laughs) All right. Um. Yeah. Uh. What? (laughs) What else you got? Um. Okay. So Nick. (laughs) Um. So I just had uh two more notes. One is great car chase scene. That Mm -hmm. was a very well filmed car chase. Very tense. Mm -hmm. Um. And the other note was. Video production news. Great fucking title. Yeah, yeah I, I wrote that down too. <laughs> wow, yeah. They couldn't so think unoriginal. Of, oh, they couldn't have thought of anything he, fucking better than He's like, I want to be credited like on the newscast, like video production. I want them news. to mention me by name and my production company. I'm just like, like this what guy's fucking freelance fucking does that shit. That's not a But like who calls themselves video production? He also news. did say that he didn't want to be a freelance. Oh yeah, because he wants to be he wants to be the guy that owns the cameras in the in the news station. Oh yeah, right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I mean, who doesn't? That'd be pretty cool. I mean, I don't. don't. That sounds like too much responsibility. (laughs) Well, no, that's the thing because then you you just tell everybody else to do the job, but you're like the owner of the company. Okay. Yeah, I guess. Okay. It's so easy. (laughs) So much easy work. Just okay. I give zero fucks about the news world. I do too, and I work in it. Oh, really? <laughs> Honestly, it's just just how long do I have to be out at my computer, and then you know. Anyway, getting on. <laughs> um, yeah. So, Danny, what else you got? I think you got a few more, right? Um, I said, "Hot damn, that's some gruesome footage." Where, um, you know, imagine being like, imagine being Lou, and you're on the the, the scene of like a robbery or a home home invasion. And you see all these dead people. And the one guy was still alive. He yeah. was still breathing. He's bleeding out. He didn't give a fuck. He cut that out. It would ruin his take. Well, did he, though? Because it was the guy that was on the floor in the kitchen. Yeah. And he was like, hey. uh, No, he even told Rick he cut that part out because he was still alive. Oh, okay. You think he gave any? He fucking filmed Rick as he was dying. Yeah, it's true. And then, all and then he, he did, like, looks all up he did, and did pause it right before. <laughs> yeah, and then all he did was take the fucking camera and his, like, his fucking film and leave. Yeah. Damn. He this doesn't give a fuck about the people dying. Fucking sociopath. He very clearly yep. doesn't give a fuck about the people dying because he specifically waited until the two suspects were in a better area. And even yep. Rick was like, they're in a fucking restaurant. There's people in there. He's like, we work with what we get. That's he doesn't care. More death, fucking sick. more blood, which is more money. Yep. It's all this man wants. And then, like, when he was being interrogated by the um, cop, he was just like, uh, you know, my employee died doing what he loved. I'm like, no, he fucking did <laughs> it. Like, Bruh. He would have been anywhere else about this man if oh, he could have. It took half the movie of Rick con- correcting Lou when he called him Richard for him to call him Rick. Yeah, I love he's just like, uh, he's like, yeah, hey, Lou, what's going on? Lewis. 
Lewis. <laughs> Douchebag. Yeah, but um, I mean, one thing. Um, yeah, I so said, imagine seeing like a live shooting in front of you, like, dude. Like I would, I would not be as chill as like Rick was. I'd freeze. I'd freeze up. Oh, I yeah, wouldn't know like, what to do. They're fucking shooting each other. Ah. Yeah, I'm just going to the bushes now. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of. Been I'd cower. I'd. Well, I think he out. was. Like I think he kind of was in shock. He, he was a you little know? bit, but he's like, oh shit, I need my. Money. He was still like kind of <laughs> casually, just like chilling, like at. But, the, but at what the... I'm saying is, like, I think, I think, like, because after they left to go chase the car. He's like, dude, there's people dead in there. And like then it hit him. Oh. Like the entire time he was filming, like right, he right, had right, to have right. been a shock, but he probably didn't like he didn't click to him. Okay. That's fair. That's a good, it's a good analysis. I mean <sighs> Maybe I should have a fucking structure one on one. Hot damn, look at Seppi. Go I've been on Do you want to do a structure one on one? No. Do a structure one on one. Do it, do she it, do it, do it, do it. Three next structure. <laughs> uh if you could see, I just jerked off. <laughs> yep. Yep, because that's you know Danny, and that Danny. is my Danny Moss impression. <laughs> Thanks. That was me. <laughs> that's my thing. Taking my thing. I love it. I'm here for False, it. Wrong, incorrect. All right. Anyway, this is not a joke anymore. All right, Danny, what you got? Yeah. You got like one. Uh, note left so here. I'm just curious why why didn't the guy like the drug guy why didn't he shoot Lou first? You know because, what I mean? um. Rick was Rick right in was front. standing yeah, right yeah. in front he's of him. Right in front of him. No, I mean because like Lou got out of the car first and said, mm-hmm. "Hey, he's dead. You can come out now." But he wasn't in front of the car like Rick was. You no, know, he like went. He, yeah, he angled him right in front of it. I think. Oh. And then he moved in to get a better angle once Rick was shot. Oh, yeah, he walked. He walked like right where Rick was. Go- right, right where oh, he so went. Maybe he just I peaked, think he peaked then. Oh, okay. So he made a peach, and then he's like, "Rick, come here, because he's gonna shoot me." Yeah. <laughs> like, right? That's kind of probably what it uh, was. Maybe okay. That would make more sense. I was just wondering. Like, I had I had this weird theory where like maybe like sociopaths and psychopaths like have like a connection, like in their no. brains. No, that's you're looking too deep into it. It also bro. might just be a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. Like what the because fuck? plot. Because um, plot. I'm really stealing every one of Danny's bits of personality that's my here. Thing. I mean, hey, that's someone what give me red blanket. So. No, no, red blanket is mine. Okay, all right. I so, like the way he smells. So, so Nick, out of blood alcohol content, what do you give this movie out of a hundred? Out of a hundred, um, I'd say ninety. Yeah, wow, yeah, well, that's high. That's Damn good. Yeah, I'm a big fan of thrillers like this and, uh, you know, where characters descend into madness and all that shit. It's got everything I love in a in a thriller. That's that's good. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I'd say um, I say give it a 92. I know I said it's just high Two. no, no, 90 as well. Oh, <laughs> oh try to one up me, Danny. Eh? Yeah, 91. Right, what up? So, <laughs> the 290s. All right. Yeah. So, just because, uh, you know, you don't see too many of um, this type of thriller where you dive in and you like, it's a character study of a sociopath. Like, I can't think of too many. Maybe Taxi Driver, which we just saw. Um, 
Joker, which is basically just taxi driver That's just the updated. Same thing. You know, yeah. It's, it's taxi driver with clown makeup. Yeah. So like like a morally gray well not he's he's definitely not morally gray. He's just morally black. He starts off Yeah, morally dark. I think he maybe starts off morally yeah. gray and you see it go down fast. Yeah, it's like you slowly understand this isn't this yeah. isn't a good guy. You don't really understand his descent to madness, I don't think. Yeah, you see it, but you don't really understand. You just, you just yeah, you know that he's just it. the way yeah. he is. We never, it's never explained it's why he does it. Yeah, because it's not just for the money. Yeah, he's, he gets some sort of sort of kick out. He of He gets it. off on it. Yeah, 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 true. And it's very well um, done. a little bit of a hot take here. Oh boy, it was good. I don't think it blew me away. Mm-hmm. And I kind of have to, like, where you gave it props for being very original, I kind of have to disagree. Okay. I don't really think, like, it was good. It just, in a way, it kind of, like, even, like, comparing it to Taxi Driver and Joker, like, it kind of feels like so many things that I've already seen. And maybe this did it, like, well, I wanted to say it did it first, but because of comparing it to Taxi Driver and like Breaking Bad for a hot minute. Well, it did it, it really before did Joker. It. Yeah, no, like I'll give it that. <laughs> I think Joker did it better, but Ooh. Um, okay. But I think uh, it's also we just we get to see we get to see a lot more of the character in Joker. We get to understand the character more. We get to see their descent more. It's a good point. Like if Nightcrawler was a little bit longer, or if we, like it's just I think that's also the difference where like. We get to see Arthur go from like who seems to be a good individual to like start like you know you start questioning his morality to being like the Joker. Where with Lou, like he starts shitty and he ends shittier. Yeah. Well, yeah, but he that's how gray. some people work, yeah. you know. Some yeah. people don't need an arc, you know. And like, that's fine. I'm just I I don't want to give it higher than an eighty. Okay. It was right. good. That's fair. I enjoyed that's it. Fair. I'm I'm doing like a seventy-five to an eighty. I'll give it an eighty just because like it wasn't. It wasn't a bad movie. It just didn't wow me. Yeah. That's fair. Um, since I've seen this movie the most, I I know what's coming every time. And it's mm-hmm. still just, it does it for me. I love it. I, I love the yeah. way that um, Jay Gyllenhaal's character like goes gets shittier as the movie goes along. And mm-hmm. I always feel mm-hmm. for Rick every time. Like, oh, oh, yeah. Rick. My guy, please. Yeah, Why do you do this to yourself? Oh, thirty dollars a night. Yeah, oh. thirty bucks. <laughs> I think that Come also, on. not to cut you off okay. entirely, but it's like it. The way that I feel about this movie is kind of the same way how I feel about Seven. Oh, where I just like I had maybe I went in with too high expectations. Honestly, like I may have ruined this for myself. Again, it's not a bad movie. I just I think I wanted a little bit more through it. And it just, it just, it didn't blow me away. Nothing was unexpected. It's you know thing. who got blown away in seven? Kevin Spacey. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, it's just nothing. They didn't really pull anything that like wowed me here. Like I could like see their hand the entire time. And seven did the same thing, especially with fucking um, Brad Pitt's character's like girlfriend's head in the box or whatever like that. I saw that coming from a mile away, and you're like, "Oh, the ending's gonna be so good," and I'm like, "Why?" I I, I, I honestly knew this didn't. Was gonna happen. I didn't. Could you see have had coming, the ending but... spoiled for you, and it kind of no. ruined it? 
So I just I kind of like Danny and I have this discussion a lot where I just kind of ruin movies for myself sometimes. Yeah. Like mm. I did that with Game of Thrones one day where I explained gotcha. like the entire episode of what was going to happen. And you're like, why do you do this? Yeah. Like I see something <laughs> and I just I just hate because I know what's going to happen. And this isn't me like being like, oh, I like trying to be all like quirky oh, or whatever. Actually, it's, it happened. it's annoying and it <laughs> yeah. sucks because I book. want to be excited about things. But I see where it's going to go, and then I think it's ruined for me because the ending doesn't surprise or wow me. And I think the same thing happened with this. Like, like fucking, like, we all knew Rick was going to die. Like, it was going to happen. Like, nothing surprised me there. And it just see, underwhelmed me because I probably did it to myself. Yeah. See, I think the other reason I like this one a lot is because I can relate to it with, you know, the news stuff, the mm-hmm. news experience. Yeah. And mm-hmm. everything like that. And that kind of like gives it a little more oomph for me. Well, it sucks because like, yeah. I love. I'm being awful. No, go ahead. I love news movies. Spotlight is like one of the best Stone movies team. that I've. It's Spotlight was so good. Here we I, go. Like, I love Spotlight. Like <laughs> I love okay. Zodiac. Like there's just I like I you live, like Spotlight more than Zodiac. Did you just yes, say those words? I did say that. Oh my god! Ouch. <laughs> you know what? No, I know Ouch. why I don't like it. It's a it's a news movie without Mark Ruffalo. It's he's in <laughs> he's in it. Is he Mark Ruffalo Toski? No, I'm Animal talk- Crackers. No, I'm talking about Nightcrawler. Oh, okay. Nightcrawler is a news yeah. movie without Mark Ruffalo. Oh, okay, okay. So if he showed up, just you know, like I'd be fine. Okay. I just I really like Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> I like what he does. I think he's the next one. He's the no, next he's one. not. He's the next one. He's not. He's the next Obi Wan. No, he's not. <laughs> I can promise what? you that. Oh. Right now. <laughs> Gross. No. All right. Anyway. No, like I view Mark Ruffalo as someone who I want to be like my actual like father. Again, no, daddy like, issues. Gross. I'm not saying it in like the fuckable uh, way though. Okay, good. There, I'm there, we're good. Like, I want no, him to be my father. There's a difference between calling Obi Wan Kenobi daddy and then saying that I want Mark Ruffalo to adopt me. That's okay. You know, these are right. different you're right. things. You're right. Okay. Mar- I want Mark Ruffalo to be my father figure. I misread. That. Okay. Yes. That's why I specified <laughs> I father. You. A little different. I got you. Father. Um, anyway, I'm going to get to my review now. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, Say this all the new stuff and the way the descent into madness that, well, not even madness, like worseness that Jake Gyllenhaal has in this movie. I'm going to give it an 88. 88. Um, all right. The 88. Yep. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going between. I, I can't either go up to 90, I can't go below an 85. I swear to God, if this averages out to an 87 and we get four and a half stars again, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> it won't. Yeah, because yeah, we're doing our letterbox <laughs> we're stuff We're doing letterbox now, so, now, so we're yeah. doing the average scores. <laughs> average between all we, there the was like There was at least yeah. 10, of, 10 reviews that we all did that averaged out to 87. And so I'm like four God, and a half stars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... My letterbox Fuck. review is four and a half stars, so I mean, <laughs> Danny's really mad. <laughs> anyway, it's like the number twenty-three, it's everywhere. Twenty-one, <laughs> top secrets. All right. Well, that was uh. No, oh, goddamn it! That's, that's where we're gonna end this one today. Then, ah, uh, fuck. It's been. Oh, 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 okay. Okay. You, you good now? In my head. Good now? I right. really, I really like the show. Yeah, well, okay, so do I. Anyway, um, so yeah, that was this week's episode, Nightcrawler, with our special guest, Nick. Um, Nick. Yeah. At Sir Goofbags on Twitter. Yeah. 
Yes. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, and he uh, did a great job with this movie. I I figured he would have a good time with this movie. It's yeah. a very good cinematic movie. Um, Maybe not the best for drinking, though. No, definitely not recommended for drinking. Yeah. Um, it's whatever, though. Yeah. It, Trial and error. Trial and error. Done a lot of dramas this season. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna mix it up maybe next season. I think we're gonna mix it up a little bit next season. Also, want to thank Kylie and sort of uh, Joe Foran for guessing uh, Nightcrawler correctly this week on the tease. Yeah, we're Movie Drunks. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the handle at Movie Drunks Cast. I'm Dan. I'm Danny. Also, be sure to follow us on Letterboxd at Movie Drunks. Just Movie Drunks, one word. And as I said, I'm Danny. You can find me at Instagram and Twitter with at Danny underscore Wass or my YouTube channel, which is just Danny Wass. And uh, consider donating to our Anchor page. Uh, Dan, what are we watching next week? <laughs> so, you know, we're just a little too lazy to come up with one for this movie because yep. I've only seen like maybe one or two scenes from this movie ever. And, really? Yes. Interesting. And you've seen this movie probably a few times, right? Five. Wow, that's five, six. I don't know. It's a classic around my my family. <sighs> okay, that sounds about right, honestly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, you want to do it? Uh, sure. Uh, do it. Go ahead, you. Cheers, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>